I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. And we are Talking, Talking Monroe's. Monroe's. All right. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Go ahead. Crinkle it. There, did you get it out of your system? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for those of you listening, as you can tell right now, Nicole actually did a little preparation and she has some notes on a piece of paper that I'm sure you will hear her crinkle a bunch during the show because she is unable to not crinkle it the entire time we've been talking. She's been flipping it around and crinkling it prior to recording. So we will see how this goes. It's just to annoy you. <laughs> What's on the agenda for today? <laughs> what? What? You are, you are trying to annoy me, I think. So what's on the agenda for today, Nicole? Dog days of summer. The dog days of Woof. summer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Woof. Okay. You, you are really trying to annoy me for this one, aren't you? I'm already annoyed because somebody took my stool that I like to record in, my recording stool. So I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable, like I'm up a little too high. Oh, you're just going to stare at me because did you <laughs> you probably took it because you wanted to annoy me for this entire show. <laughs> I think it's hiding in the garage. Uh, could be. Well, for for those of us uh, above the South, the the SEC. So it's like probably what Georgia South, Georgia out to like Mississippi and down. We are pretty well into the heart, maybe even the tail end of the dog days of summer. For those of our friends and, and listeners that are in the Deep South, the dog days of summer pretty much are ending for them as they get to send their kids back to school for the most part tomorrow. Enjoy your first day back to school, kids. Yeah, exactly. So we're not talking to you about this, but you can listen anyway. We'd love for you to listen anyway. We'd love for you to enjoy it. We're talking to everyone else who still has a couple of weeks to almost a month before their kids go back to school like us. Oh, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the dog days of summer. That period of time in late, mid-late July, early August, where there's just not a whole lot to do. Summer vacations are over, where you've been traveling and all that kind of stuff. There's just not a lot to do, and it's pretty hot, and everybody's pretty much getting on each other's nerves or trying to crinkle paper and annoy people. <laughs> So when are actually the, the dates, what, what classifies the dog days of summer? That's a good question. Well, traditionally, it's around July 3rd, so right before the, the 4th of July uh, festivities, Independence Day for the U.S., to about August 11th. Though I'll, I'll talk in a little bit about in some countries, the dog days are a little different, but they're, they're traditionally mid-late July through mid-late August. Okay. Well, I was going to say that was really interesting to me because the first thing that you said was that they were like the beginning of July to like the beginning of August. And I was going to say that was really interesting because you think of like the dog days of summer, like it's just, it's hot, it's unbearable. And to me, that's kind of always been August. And it might mm -hmm. just be because 
I've always gotten out of school like the third week of June. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of July is kind of just starting the summer for me. Whereas, you know, you talk about in different parts of the country, maybe where the dog days of summer originated, I'm not sure. But maybe it might have been, you know, they get out sometime in May. So by the time July hits, they've truly been out of school for a while and you're running out of things to do and it is hot. Right. Well, you, you, you bring up a, a couple of good points. So, so let me talk about that a little bit. I also did my research, but of course, I don't have papers that I'm crinkling. So how did it get its name and, and what is it? So historically, it, it coincides with Sirius, the dog star, being visible in the sky. Bet you didn't know that. No, I was getting ready to ask you who Sirius the dog star was, like Sirius the dog star was a superhero or something, but <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I didn't listen to what you were saying. Right. Sirius the dog star. Okay. Right. Right. So it's actually Sirius is part of the greater dog constellation. It's the brightest star. It's actually got uh, a bright star and then it's actually got a Sirius A and Sirius B, which is a minor one, which is not quite as bright, but it's a huge star, like twice the size of our sun. Oh, wow. But the thing that makes it so we're not melting and the we're not screaming and running and and puddles everywhere Probably is the fact. Distance away. Look at look at you. Look at Correct. the brain on Brad. <laughs> exactly. So right, our sun is about ninety three million miles away, and Sirius is about fifty trillion miles away. Okay. But. It's one of the brightest stars in the night sky, and, and there's a number of things through history that were used. It's actually spoken about in uh, Homer, um, so Homer, the Iliad. Oh, the Iliad, yeah. not so, Homer Simpson. No, not Homer <laughs> I wonder if Homer Simpson, that's actually a good, that's a, place, a good place to go look and see if the Simpsons ever talk about Sirius the dog star. But the Greeks and Romans, the Greeks, not Greeks, the Greeks and Romans believed that it radiated extra heat. So with the coinciding of it coming up, they thought it actually radiated extra heat, thus being the dog days of okay. summer. So bringing on the heat, which not like the sun brings the heat, they're thinking the star brought the extra heat. Correct. Okay. And, and right. And Sirius is the part of Canis Major is the actual constellation name. Do you know there's a Canis Minor? I did not know that there was a Canis Minor. I don't know. It sounded pretty good. I thought there was. <laughs> there you go. All right. <sighs> I'm glad you're keeping that streak alive and just blowing stuff up. Sorry. No, that's good. There probably actually might be. You're giving me all kinds of things that I need to go study and okay. go check out. But that's how it, it got its name. And, and obviously, over time, it wasn't necessarily called the Dog Days of Summer then, but it was applied to that name because of the constellation and also the heat. And it's, it's tied to that time. But there's actually also a precedent throughout history around the Dog Days of Summer. So like in ancient Egypt, it signaled a time for rich soils and crop and for planting. It actually started their new year, and it was when the Nile flooded. And it became known as inundation. The dog days of summer for them was the beginning of of crops and, and seeding and, and hopefully leading to a bountiful harvest. Uh, again, like I said, in, in Greek and Roman astrology, it was connected with heat and, and drought and sudden thunderstorms. And it was also some of the other things that they talked about and they thought was it brought lethargy, 
obviously, I guess, from the heat, fever, mad dogs, and bad luck. So they did not look at the dog days of summer as oh, something. Oh, it wasn't as, something pleasant or enjoyable. No, they, they saw it as, as something bad. Also, uh, a lot of uh, farmers in the old Farmer's Almanac, if you look, they actually didn't like it as, as, as well because it was the stormiest part or potentially the stormiest part of the year and could destroy their crops. And see, I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking the dog days of summer. I always think heat bringing back to the star that you're talking about, it being the hottest time, that that would be drought time as opposed to the stormiest time. Right. Well, it could be what you want that good balance. So they didn't want it to be too stormy, but they also didn't want it to be the the drought where the, the crops are, are dry and, and the ground is dry, which you do see in some areas in some parts. You, you wanted that good balance. Uh, in England, it was suggested, this will be an interesting thing for you, to avoid bloodletting and vomiting, and for husbands to abstain from women and not feed violently. Why? What? Because it was it was really hot, so you didn't want to eat a lot because then you oh, would you actually were lethargic. You were lethargic, and also you were not moving, and you could get sick. So they said to avoid bloodletting and vomiting, which they used as interestingly enough as cures for ills that people had. So right, yeah. during the dog days of summer, they said avoid that. Okay. But then they also told men to abstain from their women. Well, because they're probably stank. It's hot. <laughs> it was old England we're talking about. <laughs> and and <laughs> that is true. That I can't even think about that. <laughs> but actually, you, you unwittingly brought up a, another interesting point. In a few other European countries, the dog days actually start later. So... In Sweden and Finland, it's July 22nd to August 23rd. That's when traditionally they have, or the, the time considered their dog days of summer, which it's actually known as, I'm going to see if I can pronounce this right, Rachmanadan, which is the rotting month when people are advised to keep and pay extra attention to the preparation and storage of food because of hot temperatures. So the fact was that this is the high likelihood where I, I like that <laughs> that high likelihood where food was rotting and and you could get sick and you had to be very careful. That that makes sense, and you know I mean so you know not wanting to get sick, but also never mind. We're just gonna move on. <laughs> I see. I can see it in your face how you love thinking about that Swedish. Folks traditionally have like what, like Swedish meatballs. Like, I wonder if that actually is a Swedish thing, even though it is Swedish meatballs. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder where it got. But I, I wonder, like, I, I, I think that they're traditionally a fishing culture. I would imagine that that probably to the English comment you made or or the old England part comment you made that probably that time could probably be pretty smelly too. There. Yes. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well. One of the things that I, I, I was thinking about as we were talking about this and, and preparing and, and thinking about the dog days were how they're seen in the U.S. This time of year, I'll, I'll talk from my perspective. There's, there's two areas that are important or critical for, that I see. Is, is First is just from a business perspective and from a work perspective. This is traditionally where we're not getting a lot done. We're getting some done, but people are out on vacation. People are trying to get out and spend time with family. People are, uh, are are basically looking outside going, 
why am I sitting at a desk writing code or, or going to meetings when I should be outside at a beach or on a boat or hanging out with friends or family with a nice, cool adult beverage? Which was always nice, I thought, for when you worked at the company that you worked at in Florida, where during the dog days of summer, which it started like either July 4th or the week before. Half day and, Fridays. And went until sometime in August, you guys had half day Fridays. It was still from July 4th until Labor Day. Every Friday was half day, exactly. Which is a cool thing. I think that should be something that we should we, we should get people to sign and, and we should petition and go to government <laughs> that all work, all businesses on Fridays from July 4th to September to Labor Day. It should be half day should Fridays. should be half day Fridays. The other part of it I think about is I think about from a sports perspective, the dog days of summer are just there's it's from from a, a U.S. sports perspective, there's no football training camp hasn't started yet. There's no basketball. The basketball season's done. Hockey finals are done. You got baseball, but it's like. It's after the all-star break. It's before anything really heats up for like the pennant race. This year, it was actually pretty cool. We, we had a, a little bit of a reprieve because we had the World Cup. So that was kind of exciting and, and that was fun. But now the World Cup's over and, and you, you got some stuff for like Champions League and things like that that are kind of happening a little bit. A lot of transfers and trades. Uh, but yeah, the, the dog days of summer are just pretty rotten and rough from a, a sports perspective you find yourself watching um pool. fourth string quarterbacks on like the ravens game that was on the other night like a no name like let's just it oh was at the hall up. of fame game yes <laughs> <laughs> yes was that the hall of fame game that was the hall of fame game <laughs> yes it was but they throw out a bunch of no names well, that's, so nobody that's, gets hurt. That's preseason. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, again, like I said, you 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 find yourself like watching training camp and like <laughs> looking at, like you said, watching people that will will not make any roster, but are out there trying hard and and God bless them. But yes, it, you're you're searching for anything that you can from a sports perspective to keep your yourself entertained. Uh, for you and from your perspective. Uh, what do you think from for dog days of summer when, when you think about them? So interestingly enough, when I think about dog days of summer, <laughs> it hit the nail on the head the other day when I sent that article or that picture to you. It was just a picture <laughs> in the, the, you know, the Chronicle that comes in our area. And it was it said dog days of summer. And it was a listing of like four different wines that were on sale. Of course, everything <laughs> goes back to drinking for you. And you were just so excited that there was a dog days of summer wine sale there was also a dog days of summer dog sale there was a bunch of dogs that were there hanging their tongues out because in the heat it was so hot and they were trying to get you to get a puppy yes but no when i think of from like um a parent perspective and i think of dog days of summer you know vacations are over it's hot the weather is temperamental there's not a lot of things to do you know um camps have probably usually camps have kind of ended vacations have kind of ended so sports have kind of not started yet there's not a whole lot going on for me as a parent is just kind of trying to find maybe some daily activities for the kids to do they enjoy being outside but then they kind of you know, get bored. So you've got to come up with some extra activities for them to do. Um, I was going to say they enjoy their schoolwork, but they're not necessarily enjoying their schoolwork. <laughs> you Cruella DeVille, schoolwork <laughs> for the kids during the summer? Of course. 
better schoolwork for the kids during summer. It's the only way to keep them active and and don't and put a, don't don't try to act like so great for the the podcast family that's listening. I hate schoolwork during the summer, but you make me do it. Exactly. That's thank you. Uh, look at you. Oh, the schoolwork it's so good and everything. Look, I'm a great teacher. And and then when it turns out, what it really is is that I'm. The I was that- talking about from a parent perspective. Mm-hmm. If you want me to talk about from a teacher perspective, I tell all parents that they should be having their kids read at least for an hour a day, and they should be looking at the curriculum for next year and starting on. Um, looking at what their their child needs to know for the upcoming year, so that come the first day of school, they they understand what's going on. So then, because that's how I grew up. So then, why do you give me such a hard time when I'm like, hey, the kids need to be doing X Y Z. We need to get them workbooks and make sure that they're working on the stuff and and looking all because that. Because as a parent, I feel bad <laughs> for my kids, and I just want them like the dog days of summer as as much as it's frustrating because they're on you about I'm bored and there's nothing to do and I need something to eat and there's no routine Mm. and I love the fact that we don't have to get up and have a routine in 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 Aaron's house there would be routine we'd run it with military precision I know we would No, I think you're more laid back in the summer, too. You know, I there's am. just certain things that need to be done. Their schoolwork needs to be done. They need to, you know, get their shower in early. They need to make sure that they're getting up and getting their chores done early. So in in your mind, you know, in the dog days of summer, it's just everything needs to be done. Your responsibilities need to be done first. And then you well, can enjoy the rest of the day. Well, but there's that's no just, time frame. Well, that's just in general uh, my philosophy about that. The dog days of summer, I think it's where it's important that that philosophy is still followed because there there is the option for less structure. But my philosophy always is and always has been do your work first. Get up, do your work. So get up, brush teeth, take a shower, eat, do all the things you need to do, do your schoolwork. If you have something, a hobby or something or or reading or all those things you need to do, get them done early. Get all your work out of the way. And then you have plenty of time to play. You have plenty of time to run around and do whatever. The rest of the day is yours. And, And that's a general philosophy. When you have other commitments that are forcing you to do that, where you've got days that are broken up, so you have to get these things done before a certain time or by a certain time or other things that are filling up your day, then you have to really do that. But during the dog days, you really have the opportunity, like for the last couple of weeks, where there isn't a lot that's structuring the day that's that's forcing something to happen. So you, the kids will get up and they'll just kind of tool around. And before you know it, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm going, hey, where, what have you done for the schoolwork? Or, hey, have you read for an hour like you're supposed to? Or, hey, have you done your chores? And, and they're kind of like, oh, no, I, I've, I just kind of before you knew it, the, the day went by, which was something that we started talking about a little bit that I, I want to talk touch on which is the difference between when we were kids during the dog days of summer and and now. I know for us, at least for me, when when I was a kid during the dog days of summer, at least when I was a kid in kind of elementary middle school, it was wake up, do my chores, and then go outside and play. And we would play everything under the sun. We'd ride bikes. We'd uh, play GI Joe. We'd go explore. We'd play fort and build a fort or, but, but it was, it was, primarily getting up, 
getting your stuff done and going outside somewhere and playing. And then once I got to middle school, we did a little more of the hanging out, playing on the computer on like the Commodore 64, the Atari or the, the Nintendo, the NES system or Sega or something like that. But even still, a large portion of the day uh, up until, like I said, once I got to high school was the dog days of summer were going out there and, and uh, enjoying yourself. We get popsicles every once in a while or the ice cream man would come around and, but but it was a lot of outside stuff. What about you? I didn't really have that. My mom and dad, you know, they both worked outside of the home. So we spent a lot of time just at my grandmother's house. Um, so, you know, the dog days of summer were kind of helping her out with her chores. Oh, that's cool. I remember. I didn't know that. Yes, I remember, you know, it was like dog days of summer. When I think about that, I think of like ironing. <laughs> <laughs> not so much fun but it was it was it was it was nice because I could hang out with my grandmother and and then on um like special days I could go to she would take us to our um to my aunt's house to go swimming okay and my aunt had a really cool slide it was like this big special treat we would go like once a month she had a slide and a diving board and we could go on this it was really the only person I knew that had a swimming pool look at you and, I, and we could go swimming look we do this podcast and you like subtly reveal all kinds of things that you haven't told me in the 20 plus years we've been together. <laughs> um, and then also it meant um, square dancing, getting to go to... What? <laughs> I didn't square dance. I got to go to the square dances with my Grammy and Grampy. With my grandparents, they would take me. Uh, I would go watch them square dance. Uh, it was fun. Okay. I'm sure it was. I... Uh, Oh, I'm again, I'm learning things every, every time we do an episode that cool. That's that's great. Um, there was a boy that lived next door at my grandmother's house. And uh oh, no, <laughs> Here no we go. he was he was the only kid that was in the neighborhood. Everybody else was like they were older, you know, I mean, and and to me, when I say older, they were probably like in their their 50s, you know, but it was like I was. 10 so to me you know there were no kids in the neighborhood it, he was the only one hmm. um and you know we would go and we would play and it was always fine it was like we would get along but then if my brother was there then it was like three as a crowd or if if he yeah, had he a friend over if he had a friend over then it was just we were we were fighting and then on the weekends you know it was like i would play with my friends and we would play house in the fort we would mm. build a fort you know yeah. and we would like <laughs> We had different rooms. I saw a bunch of trees the other day, and it was so, I got so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, it reminds me of when I was a kid, and like we would have these different rooms, we would clear the woods, and we would set up these different rooms in the fort, and so we had bedrooms, and we had kitchens, and we would actually cook like mud pies with berries in the kitchen, and we had uh, switches and... Um, twigs and stuff like that and we would actually like sweep the floor and stuff and we really kept house that was the dog days of summer but so so basically <laughs> what you're saying was that dog days of summer for you were slave labor Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> real and fake slave labor <laughs> and then occasionally the treat was to go watch a grandparent square dance yeah <laughs> or go to a pool once a month you could go to the pool mm -hmm. as a reward and then my family always vacationed late so we always went to our cabin on the lake, and we always went sometime late July. Yes. The cabin I still have yet to go to. I, I, I keep hoping eventually we'll go to. Hoping and praying one day it will still be there. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is true. That's cool though. That's actually uh, that's honestly that's a whole lot more than than I did. My my most of my vacationing and and things that we did were early summer. So I'd get out of school and we talked about that where I'd go spend two weeks. That with two my weeks cousin. you went with your aunt and your cousin right. was in the beginning of the summer? It was usu- well, it was usually at the beginning mm, of the summer. Sometimes like, it out. was either before or after the family reunion. So occasionally right. it would be after the family reunion, which would be in the dog days of summer. Uh, so I guess you could say that sometimes we I did that. Uh, but for the most part, it, it was by the dog days of summer, it was me at home hanging out with my friends, um, my with my mom and my mom worked during the day so i stayed home and and i guess to to the same degree like you i helped to clean up because it was uh, for a couple of years it was my mom my brother and i and then my brother went off to the service and it was just my mom and i and so i tried to do two things to lighten her load so that she didn't have a bunch of stuff to do when she got home but then secondarily try to make a small footprint so I, I didn't want to have a bunch of stuff that was around the house that she needed to clean up or worry about. And, and I also didn't want to put a lot of undue stress on her. It, it was just I'd go to over to my friend Lamont's house or I would hang out at home and play games or, or hang and play with the kids in, in the neighborhood. It was pretty straightforward and, and pretty simple. But it was all focused on making sure that I didn't get in trouble or, or cause undue stress on, on my mother. I feel like, though, that you really have a significant sports impact for you in the dog days of summer. Well, yes. Once I got to high school, absolutely. Once I got to, yes, probably I would say seventh or eighth grade, it was working out conditioning because I played sports year round. I played soccer. I played football. I played baseball. And actually, I guess the dog days of summer for me when I was younger too, I had a lot of baseball games and baseball practices that I did in the afternoons and evenings. But once I got to high school, uh, absolutely playing. All I keep thinking about is like doubles and triples. So toward the end of the, toward the end of the year, we do or the end of the summer in the dog days, it, it would be doubles and triples. But even before that, it was impromptu captains practices. It was working out. It was going and exercising. It was getting in shape. It, it was being prepared and ready for sports for the fall. And that was the focus. And, and so in high school, it was we were doing that. We were riding around, going down to, to Bridgeport and, and hanging out and going to see people and, and going shopping and stuff. But for the most part, my day was waking up and doing two and a half, three hours of working out and then hanging out with friends and things like that until practice started. And then once practice started, most of my dog days were making sure I drank enough water and, and running my butt off or, or moving a lot of weights, lifting weights and stuff like that. Man, that had to suck because I was at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I, I, I guess to a certain degree, you, just like anything else, you, you become conditioned to it. You, you start to you start to look forward to it. You start to, to long for it. And, and it didn't suck in, in one way in that there was a lot of camaraderie. You got to hang out with a lot of folks and you got to go through this thing, this this journey together. And you built a brotherhood on the other side of being out there and it was hot and it smelled and it was painful and it was brutal. And there was a lot of people honking horns and driving by on their way to the beach <laughs> watching us out there just going, you know, going through it. But at the end of the day, we knew we were putting work in toward the fall after the dog days when we wanted to be successful and win. But during it, yes, it, it, 
it sucked pretty bad. I should be really excited about the dog days of summer. It just dawned on me. Our love was formed during the dog days of <sighs> summer. I was wondering how long it was going to take you to figure it that out. It took me until just now. Yes. Because I was thinking about volleyball camp and vol or not volleyball camp, volleyball um we had doubles. Yes. Uh, and I started thinking about that and I started thinking about us getting, to, you know, starting getting together. And yes. it was the beginning of July. July 4th. And so we spent the whole summer. And about the end of the dog days of summer, I went down on my way to college to Auburn and I left. Actually, I left, I think it was like the 14th or 15th and I was gone. So, yes, our our entire initial love affair was all during <laughs> the, the dog days of bum, summer. Boom, boom. Oh. <laughs> juxtapose that though now not the love affair the but the things that we did during the dog days of summer to the kids fortnite grand theft auto minecraft uh, minecraft uh, running around coming and bothering us for money asking us to to drive the car to places bring friends over have people sleep over have a bonfire what i do not understand what your fascination is during the hottest days of the year to to light a bonfire outside that that is just crazy i don't to me. know why it's just so i just love it like, why because you want to sweat more no i sweat at the bonfire but like, that's what i'm saying it's already hot you I sweat know, and I then you sweat more people, but i don't know when most people do bonfires like in the fall when it's cool that's, oh well, I do them in the summertime where I can roast hot dogs. The kids are off. There's no bedtime. So time. listeners, listeners, this 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 gives you a window into Nicole. You can <laughs> this this make make note of this. So if you're gonna sweat, which you're gonna sweat in the dog days of summer because it's hot, it's just brutal. It's just disgusting. You might as well enjoy it because you're gonna sweat anyway. It reminds me of something that my sister-in-law once said to me. She lives in Florida, and she wears jeans because she's comfortable in jeans. And she said, no matter what, you're going to sweat. So why not be comfortable while you're sweating? Or coming from team air conditioning, you could just sit inside and not sweat and still be comfortable and not do the bonfire until the fall when it makes sense. But the kids enjoy it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We've had three bonfires this summer, and you are the one out there, and you're out there like, are you guys going to come out? Hey, come on out. The bonfire's going, and they'll like come out and make a hot dog and then come back in, and you're like cajoling and haranguing and I begging people. I have Raven now. Raven likes the bonfires. She feels me. pity for you. That is it. And Aslan Jade, too, your daughter, used to feel pity for you, and she'd sit out there. And even she'd be like, I'm not sitting out there. It's hot. That's why I said you're, you're haranguing them. But 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 no, seriously, though, with the kids, you've been home with them like uh, when I get up and leave, Cooper is playing Fortnite. And when I come home, Cooper's playing Fortnite. He's got football Cooper now. gets up at four thirty in the morning and plays well, Fortnite. Yes. But he, he's he's got football now and he does do his schoolwork. He does read and yes. and he's got football going now where he's actually been practicing and things. But what kind of things do you do during the the dog days of summer if you're not? If, if you're you're a teacher and you get the summers off and you get to hang out and build bonfires and okay so we'll pause right there one minute because I had a conversation with a woman yesterday about how people say teachers get the summers off okay we work hard for ten and a half months dealing with kids of ungodly behaviors and writing lesson plans and everything else and so we 
if we actually so you mean you do you work if we actually got the summer off we deserve the summer off but we don't actually get the summer off as a teacher when you want to talk about dog days of summer i didn't talk about that before as a teacher the dog days of summer means reviewing your lesson plans reviewing test scores it means writing new lesson plans for the coming up year and it means going to trainings oh i'm sorry did, did you hear that 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 was that was the smallest violin in the world playing my heart bleeds for you <laughs> you're such a jerk <laughs> Okay, so what do I do as a parent? Because I'm not even going to have this conversation with you. As a parent, what do I do with the kids during the summer? Well, what what initially starts off our summer mm-hmm. is Chick-fil-A Day. Yeah, okay. So on Chick-fil-A Day, you get to dress up like a cow. I like how you say you get to dress up like a cow. Like you can't dress up like a cow any other day, but you like dressing up like a cow. Well, you just Although I was a little disappointed this year for Chick-fil-A Day because you guys mailed it in. I know we really did. You normally are like face painting and like doing the whole thing. This year it was like you printed out a couple of spots and you're like, give me my food. It was hot. <laughs> so now you're gonna, you'll start a bonfire, but you won't dress up for good Chick-fil-A. Okay. Right. I didn't want makeup streaming down my face in public. So okay. we didn't paint our faces. Okay. So we put spots on. But no, Chick-fil-A day is where you get to go and you dress up like a cow. You can dress up as as little or as much as you want like a cow, but you just have to have some spots on you and you can wear a sign that says eat more chicken mm-hmm. and you go get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm-hmm. So the kids ro- rooked me into... Taking them to one Chick-fil-A and bringing their friend. And we also brought Bella this year. Mm -hmm. Not only did we do one Chick-fil-A, our our area Uh made the mistake of having Uh two Chick-fil-A's in like a 10-mile proximity. Uh So we did... I didn't, but I let them go do two Chick-fil-A's. Uh-huh. Look at you. (laughs) Telling on yourself. Dry snitching. (laughs) Dry snitching on the kids. Actually, that wasn't even dry snitching. That was just snitching. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and the other thing that, that kicks off this, the dog days of summer is the either the Regal or the AMC movies. Oh. And they do dollar movies on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So they run old movies, mm-hmm. um, movies that have come out like within the past two years. So you might see like the Smurfs or you might see Paddington, Captain Underpants, those kinds of movies. Um, but it's just a dollar. So it's just a nice way, an inexpensive way to get the kids out of the house for a few hours mm-hmm. and get them off of Fortnite. Yeah, well, there you go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. And we actually, we w- what movies did you see this year? Do you remember? I, I know we went and saw, it wasn't the, the dollar one, but we went and saw The Equalizer 2, which I thought was pretty cool. Yes, I haven't actually seen any of the dollar movies this year. Cooper wasn't interested in any of them. But one of the other things that they, they've started, it's not a summer thing, but one of the things that AMC has started is they have um, $5 movies on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So it's nice because you can do do it during the summer. It's an right. inexpensive thing to do during the summer. Any new movie that's out costs $5 on that day. Oh, so you can cool. you can go see it. So we've seen The Equalizer 2. Um, and I just took Cooper the other day to go see Teen Titans Go. Oh, okay. Um, so we saw that, and he really enjoyed that. And then we did see one other $5 movie, and I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Um, but no, you know, he's just a movie kid, and that's like our yeah. thing, so that's what we do. Um, the other thing that he did, well, he didn't do it this year. We missed out on it was 7-Eleven Day, <laughs> where you go get a free small Slurpee. 
Yes. Um, and I was a bad mom. We missed out on it, so I took him the next day and got him his 79 cent Slurpee. <laughs> There's just something about it being free that is like really enticing to the kids. Yeah, the especially to me. Seven Eleven hate it, but <laughs> could have gotten a free one, and then you're asleep at the wheel, and and all of a sudden we got to pay for it. I'll take him in August when they have the fill up your gallon of Slurpee. Very cool. All right. Well, those are kind of like things to do, other things to do that we did a few of was like day trips. So we did a couple of different day trips where you you just hop in the car and and go to some destinations, go to to some places that you can see or do. We haven't in a lot of years, but we used to do weekend day trips before the kids really got into sports. And then Mm -hmm. once they got into sports, it was kind of like um, their, their sporting events became our weekend getaways what are, you, what are you talking about we're we're, we're going to uh, an nfl um game or a, a practice um it, for training camp in a week we went to a yacht club or you went to a yacht club so that was a day trip you, there was a bunch of parties so not didn't have to be far but there have been day yeah, trips Cooper's had a few birthday parties and stuff like that that he's gone to and, and some then you're, you're gonna go stuff. you're gonna go rafting pretty soon or yeah, tubing or something tubing like that this week i figured with all the rain from you know when you talked about the dog days of summer and all the the kind of weather that comes with it we've had a lot of thunderstorms lately and a lot of rain and it's really really filled up the river so i thought i would take them rafting right so those are all day trips that we've done or are gonna do you just apparently they need to be destination ones they can't just be short ones i guess so (laughs) okay i wasn't really listening to you sorry Uh, well there's that (laughs) I, i keep forgetting about that what what else what else have you done and, and can people do for the dog days of summer? So, you know, one of the things that um, well, a few things and I have not done them yet, but Cooper was looking over my list. <laughs> Funny. Ha ha. <laughs> Cooper was looking over my list of the things that I was investigated that were around for people to do during the dog days of summer and some of the things that I came up with well actually what I saw a friend on Facebook had um, redone a bedroom and when they redid the bedroom they took the old furniture and they kind of repainted some of it Um, like a dresser they repainted Um, they had found a really inexpensive bed and repurposed the bed and then painted the bedroom and put up some decals on the walls. And her daughter was absolutely thrilled. Oh, she a home felt project. like she got yeah, she felt like mm. she got a whole brand new bedroom. And it was it's an inexpensive thing. And it, you know, you'll probably hear me say a lot like inexpensive. Like that's my thing. I like to do things for the most inexpensive way that you can do them for. So I'm always trying to find like mm-hmm. cheap or free ways Yay. things to do. Yeah. So, you know, repurposing a bedroom and, and doing it that way is Very pretty cool. inexpensive. Um we have around here, um, they, they offer free summer concerts. Mm-hmm. So you can go and, and get your chair, your lawn chair, and you can sit and listen to music. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, we, have, we, we actually kind of did when we, last weekend, we went to, what was it, the Trifecta Oh, food yeah, truck we went to the food thing. truck festival, yes, and they right. had the... They had a, a few different bands yep. that were performing on the stage. Yeah, we drove down and and uh, and checked that out, and and they had a you could bring your lawn chair, and people like had lawn chairs and blankets and pop up shade tents and things. And yeah, and that was pretty nice. I mean, we ended up getting free tickets, but the tickets I looked at the the price, the entry price for them, they were fifteen dollars. But if you think about going and listening to all different 
music bands. I think they they had like eight that were going to play throughout the day. Yes. And and spending something $15 like for the day is not a bad entrance fee into doing something like that. Yeah. Um, so you have your free summer concerts. Um, in our neighborhood, they offer free outdoor movies. We have not gone to one yet. Um, but I think they were just showing, I've never heard of it before. They were just showing Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, like two weeks ago, they showed Coco. And I think they do show them. I was thinking they show them every month, but I think they actually show them every week. Hopefully it's better than the free outdoor movie that they did when we were on vacation. Oh, let's not talk about that movie again. That movie was horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have um, a trail that is by us. You can walk the trail. You can bike the trail. You can run the trail. One of the interesting things I saw the other day was a picnic table. So I thought it would be really cool to um, pack a lunch and, you know, you can put it in a cooler and put it in the car and go hike the trail and then come back and have a picnic lunch. Is this something I'm doing with you? Or of course you do- not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might do that. that of actually, course you, not. <laughs> well, like that might be pretty fun. I might do that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, another thing that you can do while you're on your picnic is you can get a bird or um, like a bird or a tree identification book oh, i was like what like you're just gonna steal a bird you're on yeah. your picnic and you're just gonna grab <laughs> a bird gonna get a bird and put it in a cage like <laughs> chicken in the picking our kid's bird yes um no but who went uh, missing for months on well, end? i won't talk about do you want me to talk about <laughs> no. where we found him no okay. all right so he he flew he flew away yes um but no you can get like a bird or a tree identification book Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, use that while you're on your your walk. Um, you can do, which I did when my nephews were here two years ago. Um, we did a scavenger hunt. Uh, I love scavenger hunts. And with the scavenger hunt, you can either go around and you can pre-place items that you want the kids to find or you can actually just say okay go out and find me a maple leaf go out and find me an acorn go out and find me a pine cone um, and it keeps them busy for a really long time and i know my sister-in-law <laughs> now <laughs> he, now we're starting to keeps them busy for a really to, long time right i was gonna say now you're starting to get into it my sister-in-law um uh, one of my my other sister-in-laws she for her boys this is my nephew's mom's um mom not their mom's um, they only have one mom. Um, what they go and what they do is they prepare a like trail mix before they go. And then they take their trail mix with them along the way. So they actually don't have to come back again, being key. It takes them a long time to right. have a snack while they're gone. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, I talked about floating down a river. Um, this one was nice. And this one you would have to be involved in, um, a family walk or a race. So signing yeah. up well, you for... Well, you guys have been going on walks every day. Yeah, we have been. And and eventually what I'd like to do is be able to get back into doing like a 5K. Um, but I'd like the family to be able to to do that. But, okay. you know, maybe some other families would want to do that. You know, you just Yeah, kind some of... other family. You can just partner with some <laughs> other family and I'm sure they'll be happy to go on a walk with you. You just kind of start out doing like a leisurely walk and you can build up, you know, to, to doing a 5K with your family. Nice, healthy ex- activity. Yeah, yes. Um, you can go on long bike rides in your neighborhood. If you have a, a if big you have a bike, well, you have to have a bike and a big enough neighborhood. Poor Cooper has a hole in his tire. Oh, you are just slacking as a parent. I know. That's why he's sitting around playing Fortnite all day. Yes. Um, 
So when I was a kid, I completely forgot until I looked at my list just now to mention it before. We used to, in the dog days of summer, we used to um, catch fireflies in a jar. I did that when I was a And we would kid. put grass in the bottom. And then we would let the fireflies, we'd, uh, we left them in there until their lights went out. Yeah, so you you were a psychopath murderer. <laughs> you were a firefly. They had pictures firefly of you. Firefly killer. Yeah, I was going to say, they had pictures of you in firefly neighborhoods. <laughs> like, watch out. But no, we did, and it was cool. And we probably shook them around more than we should have shaken them around. But yes. we also used to watch for UFOs. <sighs> okay. <laughs> You would see I'm that. learning all kinds of things about you, not you all of which are things that I would say. Uh, um, You're proud to know. Uh, exactly. You would see, because, you know, again, thunderstorms and the weather and stuff, so there'd be lots of clouds in the sky. Yeah. And so you would see the, the airplanes, and all you could see is the light, and the light, like, streaming through the clouds, so it looked like a UFO. Hmm. So we used to, you know, go, like, UFO watching. Okay. It was fun. Fun times. Uh, sounds like it. Um, if you're looking to get your neighborhood involved in something, um, you can always organize uh, a neighborhood. I thought this one was cool. Organize a neighborhood tournament day. Hmm. You can have like soccer, baseball, softball. You can do it in someone's backyard or you can do it in a park. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you can do it in a barbecue, have a barbecue. Yeah. And the way that our neighborhood is set up, um, you know, we have a big enough yard and enough neighbors where you could do something like that. Yes, yes, you could. Uh, right in somebody's yard. But if not, then you just do it at a, a local park. Yeah. You know, Cooper and I just went to a birthday party yesterday, and it was at a park. Mm-hmm. And Cooper said, I've never been to a birthday party at a park before. Well, now you have. And now he has. And it was a fun experience. And they got to play kickball, and they got to play baseball. They played cornhole, and they had a cookout. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, you know, hopefully, you know, other people are able to listen and and maybe take some of our ideas or maybe come up with some of their own of things that they can do. Well, more importantly, people know enough about you now to discount half of the stuff that you said (laughs) because they know you're crazy. You can also go camping or glamping, as I I like to say. You can go glamping. Episode one, exactly. But yeah, glamping. There you go. You can go glamping. Although, you know what's interesting? I, I actually thought about that like... Uh, I at some point in time here, I I think we should go camping. I, I'd like to try it out. I'd like to glamping. See. I'm sorry, we'll go glamping. We at least need an air mattress. <laughs> I'm not laying on the ground. Why? <laughs> I'm too old. Go, well, there is that. Uh, but no, I, I'm I'm thinking we should do that. I I haven't been. I mean, I've been when I was a little kid. Like we used to camp in the backyard and stuff like that. But we like, can do it here in our backyard. Okay. <laughs> if you would like to go camping. We could go camping. We could do it in the backyard. More than happy to go camping. We got to get a tent and everything. I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I want to buy a tent just for one experience. Maybe we can borrow a tent. Need to get bear. I'm sure you've got a few friends that you can borrow a tent from. I don't know. I don't. Now that I'm talking about it more, maybe I just will. We'll just stay inside. (laughs) We'll just hang out for the night at the bonfire and then come inside and sleep in the bed. Coming from Team AC. (laughs) Team Air Conditioning says (laughs) only you can stay cool during the summer in air conditioning. No, I didn't. I didn't have, you know, I had a, a, you know, just canoeing um, and going to a farmer's market. 
That was pretty much it. Ah, farmers market. Farmers markets actually. That's pretty. That's my kind of speed. Like yeah. I'd love to do that. Just go around, poke around, see what there is. Yeah, sample find. some of the local produce. Taste some apples. You know, it depends on when you go as to what kind of fruit. And well, I don't know that there'd be too many apples yet. Stuff that you're like, gonna get. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. You'd probably have more like the, strawberries yeah. and raspberry stuff like that now see we can so when we start talking about fall stuff i can do that because i can start talking about apple picking and jarring and canning and all that kind of stuff that i did as a kid being a little country i know you're a little country boy i was country for a while all right well i think that about does it unless you're gonna keep making us sleep with all your lists that you crinkled of stuff that people could do and that we did during the dog days of summer I think I'm done, unless you want to have a badminton tournament or plant a garden. Uh, Well, no, but you should plant a garden in the spring, so I don't know. Oh, well, it depends. I guess there are things you could plant in the dog days that you could harvest, like corn. Corn. Aha. See, I beat you to it. Uh, well, all right, then. Um, enjoy the dog days of summer. What's le- What you have left, what we have left, what people listening have left. Oh, my gosh. The dog days of summer are almost just starting for me. It's only like August 5th. Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, instead of our normal play out music, I'm actually going to play Florence and the Machine. The dog days are over. Their 2010 version. Um, so it'll actually be uh, wishful thinking for us. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for playing along. Nobody's listening. Wait, you see, you always mess it up. <laughs> you started. You said it first. Okay, so go ahead. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing along. Nobody's listening. You're not listening. I'm not listening.